SBN News, Episode 35. This is Savage Bloggers Network News, highlighting awesome Savage World content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans with your hosts, Christian Serrano and Ron Blessing. Hey, Savages, Christian Serrano here. We got another week of Savage World's News on SBN News. First, we want to kick off with some announcements as we have been lately. And these are, are pretty cool related to podcasts that we've done, one of ours and one not ours. Ron, tell us all about it. Yeah, let's get into this, man. Um, Gaming and BS episode 80 is out. And that was the one where you and I got to join them to talk about Savage Worlds. So much fun. I really liked hanging out with those guys, man. They were They were awesome. You know, I felt like the chemistry was amazing and really had a good time. We joked around a lot, but we also got a lot of information out there about Savage Rolls. You know, we should just drop our podcast and join them. No, no, I like them. They can come to our podcast. There's no editing. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. We could just show up. That would be cool. That would be cool. No, they were great. (laughs) We're not going to drop our podcast. Not yet. No, 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 no. Well, Sean and Brett, uh, thank you again. I know that you guys listened to this, so... Uh, thanks again for having us. It was a great time. Yeah, they're a great host. They were fantastic. And um, yeah, it was. thanks for inviting us on, too. And if you haven't checked out Gaming and BS, what better jump on point than right now? Absolutely. <laughs> we also finally got out an episode of Simply Savage, episode five. Uh, we had my now mini me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, on the on the show, we had uh, Sean Patrick Fannin, and um, I haven't podcasted with him in a long time, and it's always a blast when he and I get together. Uh, Christian even got to say some words. Yeah, occasionally I got. I, I don't remember any of them, but I don't you, either. You did speak. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When I was editing that audio, all I saw on yours and Ron, or, or yours and uh, Sean's tracks, was just one constant wave of sound and then mine was like <laughs> occasional just things that came in you know, Blip. Across the tower. <laughs> right that's that, that it was a lot of fun though and, it was. and uh, he and i do tend to get in a role when we're uh together but um i mean there was another thing we said though i mean you know it was, it was it was good good conversation all around well the other thing i think that was so great about this is that people were asking for a long form simply savage and this is a sample of what we're going to do if we can can get enough patrons to to uh, support that editing process that's so time consuming? Yeah, absolutely. And we so. do have uh, we do have another topic lined up, but we're not ready to announce what it is yet. But we're definitely yeah. have some special guests, so uh, stay tuned on that one. There will be some very special guests. Uh, it's it's uh, we we haven't had a, a bug this big on Simply Savage yet. So let's let's uh, talk about that other thing you wanted to talk about. Well, yeah. So we're going to be doing a Hangout on Air probably the Monday that – well, no, not probably. March 28th. Um, we're, you know, if we have this episode out, it will be the day before that Monday. Um, and uh, we're going to have the Savage Cast crew on for a Hangout on Air to talk about um, Savage World's podcasting, how they got into it, uh, their show, what it's about. And you've probably heard a few episodes. They've got about three episodes out right now. But uh, we just kind of want to hang out with them and just sort of talk for if you yeah. count episode zero. That's true. Right. Right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. 
So uh, I'm I'm excited. They're a good bunch of guys. They also in episode three they gave a shout out to you, Ron. I was actually I thought this was really sweet. They're such sweet boys. Uh, they, they, uh, <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna love hearing that. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're savages. You know. Anyway, um, they're one, sweet savages. They're sweet what you're savages. Saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> like a sweet hot pepper, right? That's right. Yeah. So, um, but one of the things that I thought was was really resonated with me was that Chris. Uh, had stated how much you, Ron, had inspired him, um, not just to do Savage Cast, but also start things like the Rocky Mountain Savages and such. And quite honestly, wow. I'll, I'll echo that because obviously I wouldn't be doing this show if I wasn't inspired by you as well. I wouldn't even be in the Savage Worlds without listening to the games to thing, which is pretty much what Chris had alluded to as well. So um, I, I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah, That's they amazing. also, yeah, it, it really is. It's how all these things kind of come full circle like that, right? I don't know how that's possibly true, but thank you for saying it. And sure, thank man. you, Chris. Uh, we wouldn't say it if it weren't true. So, well, we would, but we are saying it because it's true. So. <laughs> um, but the other thing is, uh, you know, they did thank the SBN also for helping them get the word out about Savage Cast when they launched. And all I have to say to that is, you know, that's exactly what the SBN is all about. So, yep, yeah, Savage so, Bloggers Network. You are absolutely welcome. This includes audio blogs like podcasts. Yes. <laughs> Good times. All, all logs. Because they have all vlogs. forms of logs. They have vlogs, right? So why not all logs? They have vlogs and a log. A log. A log. <laughs> a log. <laughs> what? Rolls downstairs. Anyway. Oh, my God. Let's get into, into some community stuff here. More awesomeness from the Savage MCU uh, with Daredevil Season 2 out. We're going to start getting into some spoilers. Luckily, I'm not going to spoil anything. But if you read these uh, entries, you will get some spoilers. If you haven't seen Daredevil Season 2 or even Season 1, catch up, folks. Yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> we've got Frank Castle, the Punisher, who it's it's pretty uh, public knowledge that he is in Season 2 uh, of Daredevil. And also... And and this one, I think, is the most interesting because this is going to be happening as more MCU shows and movies come out. He actually did a Daredevil Season 2. Uh, he's, he's begun Daredevil Season 2 patch notes um, by updating Foggy Nelson's character, which he had just done recently. I thought, I thought it was kind of interesting how uh, quickly he had to make that change. So we've got a, a, a Punisher entry, and we've got a Foggy Nelson Season 2 Daredevil update. Yeah, he uh, actually entry. updates a few characters on there, if I recall correctly, like including noting some uh, observed special abilities that the Daredevil That's true. exhibited. That's true. Like that. You know what? Foggy jumped out at me so much because his notes on Foggy really kind of resonated with me. Right. So I think that's where I got that from. Right. And then I, I don't want to say the other characters because that'll that'll allude to some spoilers, so... Exactly. We'll keep those quiet. Yeah, I'll pretend but, uh, that that's what I meant to do to begin with. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the ticket. So our, our mascot is back again. Richard Wilcock is at it again. Uh, Excellent. He released, shortly after our, we recorded the last episode, um, Saga of Goblin Horde for Archetypes. This is for a sort of quasi-setting that he's working on. Um, it's it's a pretty entertaining concept that he's that he's working on here. And with it, he also released this week a one-sheet titled Egg Hunt. Yeah. And uh, it actually does employ the new quick combat rules from Pinnacle Entertainment, so that should be interesting. And, yeah. um, you know, it's it's a free one-sheet, so 
go take a look at it and tell us what you think. Tell him what you think. I'm I'm excited to have a, a test bed for those rules. I haven't gotten to use them yet, and I think this one sheet might make me just go out there and give them a shot. Yeah, I think this is really the first case where we see an applied version of these rules. Yeah, where they say specifically to go use them. Right. Right. Very so cool. uh, I'm I'm curious to see how how he tackles that. Right. And so getting into publisher stuff. Yeah, this is a big one for me at least personally. I've always been enamored by plot point campaigns. I've always thought they were they're sort of like um your white whale. My white whale, right? Because I I love the idea of plot point campaigns. I love how they're employed. I love their purpose and but and, and I've always wanted to kind of try to create my own either as a homebrew or for some type of fan setting or something to that effect but it's hard and then not a lot of publishers can pull it off it's a topic we actually wanted to address possibly on a simply savage episode um but i don't know if maybe we've mentioned it in the past and pinnacle heard us talk about it a little bit or what but they put up matthew cutter specifically wrote up and peg put it on their site basically a guideline on how to write a plot point campaign which is fantastic um, yeah. so I, I read through it. I tore through it. Um, I think there's some really good, some things I feel like, well, that's kind of obvious. And other things I'm like, oh yeah, that, that's an interesting way to think about it. Um, I'll tell you what, I would love to be able to sit down with Matthew Cutter and really just pick his brain further. So, and maybe Clint. So there's somebody there that can correct him. That's right. Cause that's what Clint does. <laughs> that would be neato. Yeah. And <laughs> so weird Dave Olson is at it again. The guy behind uh cut to the chase games. Uh, he's begun a new series of adventures called Lord of the bone fields. The first adventure tower of skulls is out for multiple games, but specifically cause this is the savage bloggers network. We'll talk about the Savage Worlds version. It looks really neat. I love the trade dress on this because it looks like an old school module from the the 70s or 80s. Very exciting stuff. Uh, If you're looking for some cool fantasy, I I would say check that out. And if you're not aware of this product line, by the way, he has a series of these that he's been pumping out. Yeah. And um, also, if you go take a look at Reality Blur's products... He was one of the main writers for some of those old school fantasy products as well. Oh, he's done a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know what? Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, hey, forget, forget about, about it. Forget about it. Yeah. So this brings us to Justin Certain Imagination's <laughs> new. Uh, this is actually a pay what you want product, and it's it's actually a con game that they designed. Uh, they they published right. something specifically designed for a con game. It's designed to run in a four hour slot. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So if you, you know if you just want to use it for a, a one shot or a four hour slot or a con game or whatever it might be. Uh, just insert imagination has you covered, as they say. Uh, forget about it is a mob and road movie sandbox adventure for Savage Worlds. Uh, it's Las Vegas takes place in 1968. What a great year! And uh, oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah, um, was, basically, was great. yeah, you've been. <laughs> that's what was great. I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there either. <laughs> I wasn't there to ruin it. Um, basically, you and your group, uh, you've been ordered to make a troublesome accountant disappear pleasant drive out to the desert what could possibly go wrong right famous last words right so uh, it does include setting rules um it's got uh, some npcs five pre-generated characters character sheets etc etc three maps you know printable cards with extra secrets and stuff right uh it's it it's it's really a complete kit that you could just pick up and just run a con game with so absolutely uh, and it looks like it'd be i mean this this would make a really fun convention game 
Honestly, yep. I, I think it's that's exactly the kind of content you would want to find. At a Highly camp. recommended. Yes. Um, it, it just looks like so much fun, and it's pay what you want. You know, right. um, I would probably put put down at least five bucks for it, though. Easy. That's just my personal opinion. With all you're getting, I think I'd stop at four ninety nine. Four ninety nine, just because you're slightly cheaper than me. <laughs> so this is just a quick update. Uh, we talked about the Hestilion Expanse for Mercenary Breed from uh, Mystical Throne Entertainment, the sci-fi setting, and this would be the plot point campaign. We had a question as to whether or not this was going to be print on demand, and sure enough, the print on demand is available at RPG Now and Drive Through RPG. So. Exciting stuff, and you can now get this in print and have that, that plot point campaign ready and going. Yeah, and they're doing a, uh, a full-color hardcover, I believe, as well as a black-and-white soft cover. Get the full color. The full color, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they are giving some options uh, for that. Yep. And last but not least, this came out unexpectedly. Nobody even knew this was coming, and this, this is amazing. so exciting. It is exciting. Primeval Thule. They they ran this as a Kickstarter. This is produced by three veterans of Wizards of the Coast. Well, guess what? Ross Watson and Sean Patrick Fannin apparently did some work to bring it to Savage Worlds. There's an official campaign setting for Primeval Thule for Savage Worlds available now. Excellent. I hope they print this one. We'll, we'll obviously get back to you folks if they are going to print it and we find out. I almost backed the 5th edition Primeval Thule Kickstarter. I'm going to feel like a jerk now, but I'm going to, it's, it's honest. I'm glad I didn't because now there's this savage world. Yeah. So now I know why I made that decision sort of subconsciously back in the day. Yeah. It's a pretty hefty book. I mean, it's 272 pages. So, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely one that if it were in print, it'd be worth it. Yeah. Totally. So, totally. Does, in case you don't know what Primeval Thule is and you've been living under a rock, it's basically a sword and sorcery. Uh, it's Conan. Yeah. It's Conan. Yeah. Um, but, it's you know, kind with, of a Conan-esque setting. Yeah, it definitely has its own twist. You know, it's got like this endless winter concept and things like that. Right. It's uh, three veterans from Wizards of the Coast. We have Richard Baker, David Noonan, and Stephen Schubert, who are the creators of this setting and this product. This is a. Uh, I have looked over the in-print um, stuff for Primeval Thule for 13th Age, and because I, I am a 13th Age fan as well. I was reading through it, and this is a fully fleshed out, very well written, professionally produced uh, setting, and very cool. People should definitely be looking at it. And Absolutely. I think, I think that's the end of the news. That is the end of the news. And as always, thank you for listening. Be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savageblockers.net, where we have links to the aggregated SBN RSS feed. We've got podcast subscription links and more. If you enjoy our podcast and you want to show your support, especially if you want to see more of that awesome Simply Savage in a long format, check out our Patreon page or our PayPal donation link, both of which are available on the main website. And whatever you do until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun. Hey, Krista, why can't you hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? I have no idea why you can't hear a pterodactyl.